morning and welcome to this week's edition of the Yarra Bicycle Users Group radio program on Community Radio 3CR 8.55am live streaming digital podcast and a whole bunch of ways you can listen to 3CR. Uh, thank you to, to Democracy Now! for the last hour of current affairs and my name's Chris. We're a little show about... Uh, Ooh, bicycle, cycling, sustainable transport and related issues and we're broadcasting from the studios of 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. And today is indeed the 4th of December 2017 and I hope you all got through the uh, last couple of days of um, interesting weather across Melbourne and Victoria. There is a lot more to Victoria than just Melbourne and uh, I hope where you are you've um, come up okay didn't get too many leaks Uh, you're keeping an eye on uh, any paths or roads that are kind of you know at creek level and um, you're drying out and special thoughts to people who are either on the Great Vic or uh, finishing up in the Hunt 1000 was a pretty goddamn damp out in the uh, northeast. Anyway, on today's show, I've got a really great interview, a bit of a roundtable discussion with uh, members of a new relay team for the Indian Pacific Wheel Race, which has been announced. It's going to come back in uh, next year, in uh, 2018, and there is a relay option between the cities. So, this is uh, the relay team is Melbourne Dirt, uh, IndyPak... Uh, all women relay team, and they're um, an all obviously, as I've just said, and I'm just going to repeat myself. They're an all women relay team competing in the um, Indy Pack. And uh, if you've been listening to the show earlier this year, we covered the Indy Pack in great detail. But if you're unfamiliar, it's uh, an unsupported road race, but bike packing from Perth to Sydney, where competitors must ride solo and unsupported. So um, they thought that uh, competing in the Indy Pack, they'd raise the profile of women in cycling and they want to prove that uh, women can compete not only at the elite level, but women can be just as tough as guts. And, um, and basically, Indy Pack is not about elite racing, it's the people's race. So, you know, you got to be tough, but also it means that uh, it's not just this, uh, you know, elite sport level. Again, I'm repeating myself. Anyway, so I'm going to be starting that interview quite soon, and uh, I, I hope you enjoy today's show. 500 men sack for Union Busters are back on the docks, this time a company called ICTSI. A worker has been sacked for standing up to the bosses against bullying and harassment. A community assembly has come together to support the dock workers and have started a 24-hour protest. We are holding the line, but we need your help. Get down to 78 Webb Dock Drive, Port Melbourne, and join the community assembly at any time of the day or night. For more information and details, call Workers Solidarity on 0401 516 967. Together, never cross a line.
are Liz, Kate, Elise and Stefania, just a group of local Melbourne girls who decided that we wanted to cycle across Australia next year. We have known about the Indian Pacific Wheel Race since its inception this year and we're pretty keen dot followers for the 2017 race. I personally had no aspiration of racing at all when it was originally raced, but it was pretty damn exciting watching the dots and then absolutely devastating when Mike Hall was killed. That was actually part of the catalyst that made me start thinking that I wanted to do it. It didn't deter me from cycling, it didn't scare me away from cycling at all. It made me want to be out there on the road riding. So I was pretty excited when the 2018 race was announced, but didn't think I could do it because of the time commitment required for, to ride 5,500 kilometres. But then they announced the relay team possibility and that was something I could do. I knew some women that might be interested and I put the word out there and they were. So we've got a pretty strong team, I think, of, of female cyclists and we're gonna ride across Australia at the end of March, early April, next year. On the last flag. Melbourne Dirt, which is a women's cyclocross community in Melbourne. Melbourne Hurt actually started first, it was a track cycling community and I got into that and realised its potential because people would come along, then it was really social, have a lot of fun, you'd learn new skills and I was like this is great, this is like the perfect way for a woman to get into track because it just removes all these barriers and it's such an intimidating sport. And then when I did my first cyclocross race, I, I said to Sarah Knights, who runs Melbourne let's do a cyclocross version of this. So that started and it really took off this year and has been really successful. Really grown the women's cyclocross community and the, the men and women entering the races. Um, and that's kind of how this relay team group came about because of that community that we can draw upon and be like, all right, who, who else wants to race across Australia? Yeah, I think there are about 60 people in the thread, so you can just kind of throw in a question out there. Who wants to go for a ride or do something as crazy as doing the Indie Pack? And, yeah. and it wasn't just the four of us that wanted to do the Indie Pack, there were a few others. So, yeah, it was just surprising how many people were actually crazy enough to want to do this. <laughs> and those who didn't want to or just couldn't for whatever logistic reasons are just so supportive and encouraging and they're coming along to training rides and you know really supporting us in the process and yeah will hopefully cheer us through Melbourne in four months time. <laughs> yeah we've definitely had an immediate and uh, almost overwhelming response um, once as soon as we sort of announced to the internet that we were doing this being really excited that it's an all-women's relay team and that you know none of us are really that experienced in racing or training or anything so we're kind of like so slightly out of our depth potentially yeah like a, so many people have come up and been like wow this is awesome we're really behind this so that's been very encouraging and um and, a, and having like a team rather than just doing this by yourself i think is making it a little bit easier to have all these ideas to bounce off each other and yeah help one another with all the planning the planning side of it is pretty big um i think it's really cool that each of us are just a bunch of regular people we haven't um, 
been elite cyclists or ever had sponsorship before. We all just ride bikes, whether, you know, it's Liz who cycles for work, career and butterbeans. Whether it's uh, Gouldie who um, is very amped on cyclocross and does actually does quite well. Um, or Kate who works at a bike shop and who, you know, is really involved in Melbourne Dirt. Um, or it's me, I've done, I guess, some triathlons before and we all love, we all just love commuting um, as well and just going and hitting the trails or the pump track or, or going on long rides. But, you know, we're just a bunch of regular people um, who are trying to push past that sort of imposter syndrome where you think mm. I'm not good enough. Like, mm, how the hell yeah. could I ride 500Ks or however many Ks? Um, there are so many cyclists out there with huge calves or something. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, you know, I get overtaken on my commute by, you know, douche bros every day. But, you know, you've got to push through, get yourself back on the road. Join us to mark 100 years since the serenading of Adela Pankhurst, imprisoned at Pentridge for her anti-war activities. Serenading Adela, a street opera, recreates the summer night when hundreds of supporters sang socialist songs and cooeyed over the prison walls. Come along to Pentridge on Sunday the 7th of January or catch our December preview. It's all free. For details, search Serenading Adela or email serenadingadela at gmail.com. A 3CR supporter. I first heard about the indie pack I was very much intrigued and um, put it right up there as, as something that would be incredible to do and was considering doing the whole thing 
uh, as an individual and then decided that that was not financially viable. Um, and then Liz was super duper excited about the relay team. And then, yeah, Gordy <coughs> bullied me into joining the team. <laughs> and yeah. and you're, you're, you're Kate Fowler, by the way. <laughs> Just because you're talking about yourself. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kate the Fowler. Kate Fowler. Um, yeah, and I was, I was a little bit surprised, but why, what, what is it for you, Elise, that made you want to do this so much? I don't know. Like, I started, you know, taking, doing a few long rides by myself this year and I just really enjoyed the sense of freedom um, you get when you're out on the, on the road by yourself or, or the trail and just also like that little bit of fear as well when you're doing a really long ride and I don't know maybe you've got like you know you've got some huge climbs to come and there's always that feeling like you know can I do this and you know you get to the end of the ride and you just kind of I don't know, you just prove to yourself that you're capable of doing things that, mm. you know, you're not quite sure you can achieve. And so, yeah, I saw the relay option and I thought, you know what, I can, I can give this a crack and yeah. I reckon I can do it. Yeah, yeah. and the, fe- like, the feeling you get when you achieve something that you weren't really sure if you were going to get there or not. Yeah. Yeah, I did some similar stuff this year, like I went, right, I'm, uh, I went over to Iceland, took my bike. And then one of the days, I was just, I was just feeling like I wasn't getting enough done, <laughs> putting a lot of pressure on myself. And I was like, okay, I'm just gonna do this thing called the Golden Circle, which worked out to be 250 kilometers um, in one day. And I just set that challenge for myself. And mm. and I was like, I don't know if I can do this. You know, this is a pretty, um, pretty strange, windy place. I don't know if I'll get home by, by dark. And then it happened and I was, when you get that stuff done, you go, oh, maybe I'm capable of more than I thought I was. And yeah, what can I do next? Yeah. Maybe I can do a 350k day. I don't know. I used to, I, I ride a, a big heavy bike slowly all day as a career on a cargo bike. And my background before that was cycle touring. So big heavy bike riding slowly. I don't, I don't ride fast. I don't ride light bikes until this year when I started I got my first fast bike and I started training with Melvinda and I, I, I raced bikes for the first time and it was fun. <laughs> As everyone who's ever raced bikes will be able to tell you. And I guess it's a little bit addictive pushing yourself to go that little bit further. And I know that I can do this. I just don't know. I know it's going to be bloody hard. The push is going to be how fast I can do it. I want to, I want to do it quickly, not slowly. And that's, that's something that I'm going to have to really work very hard at for the next few months to, to train myself mm. up to that. Yeah. Um, and I think if I was doing it on my own, you know, if I just made a decision, I'm going to train and just get fitter, it wouldn't happen. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, would, I would procrastinate and I wouldn't do it. But because I'm part of a team, I've got to work hard. I've got these amazing women who are also working hard to prepare for a race and so I need I can't let them down I've got to I've got to put in the effort to do as much for them and in the end that's going to be for me as much as as for them and for the team and everything so and I'm really excited and loving the training that we're doing so far it's it's so much fun to push myself and to discover that I'm 
you know, I can, I can get fitter, I can get stronger, and you know, I will be able to do it, and it will be, it will be okay. It will be awful, actually. I know, <laughs> but it will be okay. I think even in the short time that we have been training in a more serious way, we've we've all noticed ourselves improve, and not just physically, but I've I've seen my mental state improve in the way that I know that like how much I can make myself hurt mm. and I can push through that hurt so I think that's that's a really important part of training for this kind of event that that mental um getting yourself in the right mental space is really really important the mental barriers are just as real as the physical barriers yeah oh huge This year, thousands of people seeking asylum will spend another holiday season incarcerated in offshore prison camps and Australian detention centres. Men, women and children are separated from their families, living in horrendous conditions and have no certainty of their future. Join the Asylum Seeker Resource Centre to let them know that they are not alone and we hear their plea for safety. Sign the open letter to deliver a message of hope to people seeking asylum and refugees by Christmas. Visit addmyvoice.org.au, a 3CR supporter. So I'm Stefania. Are we saying your names? But um, <laughs> that's fine. And um, I guess El Greco is another name I go by. And yeah, like I, we all just kind of, like Liz put it out there, who's in for Indie Pack Relay. And I said yes without even really thinking. That was more because I was just like, Liz has just said, I'm going to do it. And you'll be into it. Kate's doing it by herself, supposedly was what you were going to do and now you're doing the relay um, and I was just thinking like that's if that's something that my mates think they can do um, then that's something that I can do and I definitely didn't I think each of us in a way probably don't feel capable um, as such right now but you've got to believe that you can get up and, and, and do those things um, every day to get yourself there and um, yeah, like for me, I, w I was probably thinking in my mind, like, yeah, Indie Pack, three years down the track, I, I could do that. Like, that's something I could slowly work towards. Why not, why not um, bring that horizon a bit closer? Um, why not take a bit of a dive into the deep end? And, and the relay option is really cool because it's, it's, it's with, a, with my mates um, who are, you know, equally setting the bar really high. And I think it's important for women to, to be doing that. I think, Liz, in your bio, you said but the thing for the application that we, I think, <laughs> think it's all of us, but it might have been your point. You said, like, it's the reason why we really want to do this as Team Melbourne Dirt is that we don't just want to prove that women can be, like, you know, elite cyclists or whatever, but we want to prove that, like, women can be tough. Like, really, like, grip tough. And that's, that's basically what we're doing, I guess. You every it's not just your exceptional woman that can do something like this. Mm. Your everyday woman can do something mm. exceptional, and I think there's been people who've inspired us to do this. People like Sarah Hammond and stuff, mm. who's been she's been really really supportive of really. our team, which is awesome. I think we'll also want to get more women doing similar things. Like a random dude messaged me. <laughs> through Instagram when I was in Iceland saying that his 10-year-old daughter was really inspired 
by my like solo writing and I said and I was like wow that's that's actually really cool and that's enough motivation for me to keep doing stuff mm-hmm. like this if I can show young girls that they don't have to grow up to be like a you know pretty princess well they, they can still be a pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty they can still be a pretty bike. princess but you know they can also do rad things like ride across the country or you know go skateboarding or whatever yeah or even just like you know commute to work or to the shops even like the other day I was in the bike mm. path and mm. this little girl said to her mum she's like look mum it's a girl <laughs> <laughs> Doing my thing, it's like, yeah, yeah, it starts with those small steps, yeah, and yeah, commuting to work is really scary, actually. <laughs> it's, um, from an historical perspective, it's the volume of traffic has increased massively. I think the attitudes have actually changed for the better. Mm. And someone might say, Oh, it's just as bad, but I'm thinking from a long term perspective, it's gotten better. Mm. The volumes are really something else like i've lived around this area for almost 30 years and i'm seeing things on separation street and the rest of it and the cross traffic and like i've never seen this sort of stuff but to try and inject a little bit of levity have you been doing food tapering as in getting yourself ready to live on the food that you're gonna have to put up with when you're on the indie pack because no. there was no. No. oh yeah i was just looking at some of the stuff during the indie pack this year and what people were eating I will not be eating potato cakes, whatever you call them. Scallops. <laughs> really? No, no, I will not. Okay, okay, we, we've got we that. Have, we have discussed that, but after our sessions, when our training sessions, when we do go to eat, we eat a lot, but we do eat quite well, don't we? Yeah, it's I think... Nice food. I think, like, I'm basically going to be eating what I normally eat times 10 in the lead up and the training but like what I normally eat is a mixture of salad and McDonald's so <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I'm totally cool with living off ice cream and potato cakes for four or five days that's fine and I think I think once you're hungry enough you will too you'll just be like just give me what you got I'll eat baked beans out of a can I will I will eat cold baked beans and I have and I have enjoyed it because when you're hungry, you tend to enjoy what there is. Hi, I'm Maurice. And I'm Mario. And we're Chronically, Chronically Chilled. A program that aims to provide a platform to those living with chronic and invisible illness, as well as exploring topics that impact on our daily lives. Listen to Chronically Chilled the first Wednesday of every month at 6pm starting December 6th. The relay is divided by the capital cities, so we don't have a choice of how far we ride. It's Fremantle to Adelaide, which is 1,822 kilometres. Adelaide to Melbourne, which is... Some, oh, it's a thousand. About a thousand, thousand yeah. Melbourne, to, Melbourne Canberra. to Canberra is a bit over a thousand. And then Canberra to Sydney, which is about 500k. So who's so. drawn the easy one at the end? So oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll be doing the not-so-easy, because there'll be but, some yeah, traffic, but some hills. hills. As, as, as yeah. Sarah Hammond said, mm. I've got to fang it.
yeah. in, in 24 hours. It'll be a bit different. I probably will be doing it on a, a road bike as well because that's what I've got and not carrying so much. So it's, yeah. it, we're all doing it a bit differently. Um, so far, we've been really fortunate to have the spin room on our side. They've, they've been really, really supportive and we're doing a lot of our training there. It's been great to have a place where we can just go and smash out a whole lot of sweat get really strong legs um, but we we are I think in need of a bit more support financially to cover um, equipment and probably all the ice creams and and uh, hash browns that we're going to eat on the road which is quite a big big expense so we are open to anyone coming forward with <laughs> ideas <laughs> Because that's the thing about the indie pack is that it's entirely self-supported and you can't be given something on the road. That's something that people have got to remember, that you have got to go out and get your food. You have to buy your food on the road. So So this is why. There's no support vehicles. That's it. There's no sag wagon. Yep. So we will all be riding, we will be carrying food and purchasing what we need from truck stops as we go. Uh, We'll carry a the water that we need between water stops. We will have to carry um, our own clothing and gear, um, wet weather gear. We will need to take a sleeping bag and a bivy bag, basic mechanical equipment to do repairs on our bikes. And we've all got to, we've got to do that so that it weighs as, less, as little as possible. We, we will all be investing a lot of money into our bikes to get them indie pack ready. We will be racing at night. So we need to have dynamo lights and all that sort of thing so that we are as visible as possible because we want to be safe as well as, you know, be able to see where we're going. So, I mean, there are, there are a lot of expenses in the lead up. So as well as once we're there, we're just going to be eating so much. <laughs> so if someone wants to uh, come in or would you say the listener is interested in supporting this relay team, how can they contact you? They can uh, email us. Uh, the email address is melbourne.ipwr at gmail.com. That's a weird spelling. It's M-E-L-B-U-R-N-D-U-R-T-I-P-W-R at gmail.com. We will also be doing a fundraising event with Spin Room. Um, the details are yet to be announced. The best, other best place to contact us is Melvin underscore dirt underscore IPWR is our handle for Instagram. So you can follow all our <laughs> training and um, weirdness through that Instagram handle there and definitely contact us through that if you like. And we'll set up a GoFundMe page of some sort and the link to that will be on our Instagram page. <laughs> I was just thinking then about how um, we call ourselves the IPWR babes. So Melbourne Dirt, we call ourselves CX babes. And I think that really confuses people because they think we're just like up ourselves and we think we're real hot. We haven't taken any photos of ourselves wearing only our underwear, right, uh, posing on our bikes. That's not so what you, we mean when we say... So you're babes. not doing the Mazzocchi Forks thing? No, 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 no. No. I don't. You saw some of that stuff in the nineties. It was horrifying. It's still there on the. Oh, Instagram. it's still there. Yeah. Christ. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like for us being a being a babe is 
just being a woman who does rad stuff. So you don't have to be, it's not about how old you are or, or how attractive you are. It's about getting out and doing things and like not letting, you know, the, what society expects of you to, to slow you down and all stop you from doing that. So, and, that's and what it's also about supporting, you know, we're babes together. We're supporting yeah. each other. Um, and we're also and that's how we can do it. Yeah, and we're also like wanting to be gender inclusive and gender diverse. And uh, you know, a lot of the people who come along are queer identified or don't have like a specifically feminine gender. So we're mm-hmm. it's trying to specifically stay away from like exclusive gendered language, and we just think anyone can be a babe, really. You know, and have that babe power. Yeah, yeah. babe is the it's a non gender specific term. So. We don't go bike packing, we go babe packing. So we do it our way. <laughs> we do it the babe way. That's it. You don't That's need it. a beer like. and a flannel, or you could, though. <laughs> Unless you want. Happy Monday. <laughs> well, babes, it's been fabulous talking to you today in this lovely round table discussion. I wish you the very best in your endeavours. And everyone's got collapsing in fits of giggles here at the moment. <laughs> I think that's about about a time I think I should uh, round out the conversation. So thank you. Thanks, Chris. Kate, the bell. Please. And that's all I've got time for today on Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio. Thank you to Melbourne Dirt, IndyPack, All Women Relay Team for uh, managing to you know, get get themselves organised all around one table. And I thank you very, very much for uh, taking the time and um, sitting down and having a chat. It was fabulous. And uh, wherever you are in Victoria at the moment, just keep an eye out wherever you know wherever you ride. Where there's low lying areas, probably a fair bit of mud, cack, and all sorts of other stuff around. Especially like around Melbourne with uh, areas like Burnley Wharf and Mooney Ponds Creek, the, the lower section, and you probably know all the you know the mud pits and stuff that kind of seem to develop along. Uh, shared paths that go along uh, contour lines and stuff for creeks. So, yeah, especially the Mooney Ponds and um, Mary Creek thing. Anyway, as I said, I've got, that's all I've got time for today. I'll put all the links for the um, Melbourne Dirt Relay team in the podcast. And uh, don't forget that 3CR relies upon the subscription and donations from our lovely listeners. So don't forget to go to 3cr.org.au and subscribe or donate. And uh, next week on the show will be Faith and Val, and up next is, yep, it's Jailbreak. Listeners, a warning. Some stories and lyrics on Jailbreak may offend and may be unsuitable for young audiences. 
If something upsets you, make sure you talk to someone about it. The life was chaos, in and out of jail, back and forward, 